Hi there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachomat with the Las Vegas Kolel. As the election was drawing nearer and nearer, the country was becoming more and more divided. Ideologically, politically, Republicans, Democrats. The day the election comes and the results weren't clear. And then there were allegations of voter fraud. Of course, I'm referring to the election of 1876. 1876 is just a few years after the Civil War and the country is going through a very difficult period called Reconstruction, where the country was coming, trying to come back together and heal. The Republicans nominated Rutherford B. Hayes to be their candidate for the presidency, and the Democrats nominated Samuel Tilden. The day of the election, Tilden won the majority of the popular vote, and he also won more than the necessary 185 votes in the Electoral College. Tilden was the winner. Except the Republicans charged that three states there was incredible voter fraud. Florida, South Carolina, and Louisiana. And if those three states would send their electoral votes to the Republicans and Hayes, Hayes would actually be the president. And there was real bitter disagreement. What happened in those states? There was real voter fraud. And there really was. And it was very uncertain what was going to happen. The states tried to sort it out, but they couldn't figure it out. President Grant decided to go ahead and form a commission made of 10 people in the House of Representatives and the Senate, as well as five judges from the Supreme Court. And that's this commission of 15, they would go ahead and they would decide who the president was supposed to be. Was there real voter fraud? Who won the election? On Wednesday, February 28th, just a few days before the inauguration, which was going to be on Sunday of that week, it was still unclear who the president was going to be. It was sharply divided. And ultimately, the commission decided they found that the, the winner of the election was indeed Hayes. And they took the election away from Tilden. The Democrats were up in arms and they said, we're not going to accept that. And they claimed they would filibuster. There were threats on President Grant's life. There were real credible threats of an armed uprising. This is just a few years after the Civil War. And there were real claims that people were going to march on Washington, D.C. with armed militias. It was going to be the Civil War all over again. Tilden wisely realized that for the country to really move forward, Another civil war was not a great idea. So they made a deal that Hayes would go ahead and indeed become the president. And if Hayes would become the president, the Republicans would see to it that the, um, the, the, the army, the United States army, which was still occupying the South, they would be removed. And this, the reconstruction period, the very difficult period, it would come to an end. And on Sunday, March 4th, Rutherford B. Hayes was inaugurated as the president. There's a remarkable passage in the Talmud, Tractate Shabbos, page 11a. The Talmud says that Amarava bar Machasi, Amarav Chama bar Guri, Amarav. The Rabbi Rava says in the name of Rabbi uh, says in the name of Rav Chama, the son of Guria, in the name of Rav. He says, "Im you kol hayamim dio, if all of the oceans were filled with ink." Va'agamim kulmusim, and all of the swamps were filled with quills, v'shamayim yirios, and the heavens would be parchment. V'chol b'nei adam lavlarin, and all of humanity would be authors and scribes, and everyone would be writing. In maspikin lichtov chalala shorashos. This way Rashi explains, if everyone, all of humanity, with all the ink and all the quills and all the parchment in the world would just keep on writing, we wouldn't be able to describe just how difficult it is to run a government. 
Rashi explains the taxes, what laws, what defense issues. It's so overwhelming and it's so complicated to run a government. If you had all of humanity trying to describe just how difficult it is to run a government, we wouldn't be able to do that. I studied this passage of the Gemara maybe 20 years ago, and I was so curious, what's the Talmud teaching us? What's the message? What's the lesson? One of the great explanations, one of the great commentaries, the Sfas MS explains that there's an inference here. The Talmud is hinting to the fact that if you had all of humanity, everyone trying to describe just how difficult it is to, for a government to run effectively and efficiently, it would be impossible. And Sfas MS says the inference is, is because it isn't possible. Governments should collapse and fall in on themselves. It's really just too difficult. You have so many different ideologies, so many different views out to run a government. You have issues internally, externally, defense, policing, taxes. It's just too difficult for a, for a country to really run itself and govern itself efficiently. And it explains Fas MS that the inference here is, to the Talmud is teaching us the only reason that governments actually stay in business, the only reason that governments don't crash in on themselves and collapse is because they get extra siyata dishmaya, extra help from above, divine assistance. It's God who's really making sure that governments stay in business, that governments are able to operate. You know, it's an interesting thing. As Jews, we believe that we got to try our best when it comes to our health, taking care of ourselves financially, relationships. We recognize there's a concept called hishtadlus, that God wants us to work at ourselves and try to take care of ourselves as best as we can. As Jews, we also recognize that at the same time, God is really the one who's in charge. No matter how much I exercise, I could become ill. No matter how hard I work at my profession, I could end up going broke. Ultimately, we try as hard as we can, but we recognize it's really everything comes from heaven. Everything comes from God. There's special siyata deshmaya, heavenly assistance. There's hashkacha pratis. There's individualized intervention from God for each and every one of us. Smas MS is telling us that that also holds true for countries and governments. Governments also need special siyata deshmaya, help from above. And if it wouldn't be for God's divine intervention, countries would come crashing in on themselves. It's just too difficult for governments to operate. It's just too difficult for governments to be able to function properly and effectively. And if it wouldn't be for God supporting those governments and kind of behind the scenes making sure everything was working, no government would be able to operate. Governments, politics, they also need God's divine intervention. You know, we live in really difficult times. We have a divided country, people who are very opposite ends of the political spectrum. And it could be, to many, very disheartening. And sometimes we feel, how in the world is our country gonna continue? How are we gonna be able to go on? Politically, how are we gonna be able to govern ourselves when there is such turmoil, such discord, when people have such differing opinions and really have very, very differing views on how the country should continue and move forward? How is the country gonna be able to survive? Look at the election of 1876. In 1876, the country was just as divided as it is today, if not worse. It was just as polarized and just as fractured. And guess what? The country somehow made it through. You know why? Because God wanted it to go through. God was there in 1876 making sure that the United States would somehow, despite the fact that there was terrible, terrible disagreement, there was incredible discord and disharmony, Somehow the country made it through because God wanted it to make it, to make it through. 
I don't know what's gonna be tomorrow at the United States. No one knows. All I know is that if we try our best and we try to work together as hard as we can to govern in an appropriate and effective way, even though the country seems at really at odds with one another, even when things seem really, really to have hit rock bottom or things really don't look very hopeful, recognize God is in control. God runs governments. The Talmud is telling us when it comes to governments, when it comes to countries, God is the really the only person who's sustaining government. He's the only reason that countries are able to stay in business. Even when times seem bleak, even when there seems to be no hope, recognize everything comes from God. If the country made it through in 1876 when things were really, really bad, it, things can improve today. And I have no reason to doubt that our country can't shine and blossom and continue to flourish to be the great country that it is.